Welcome to another episode of the Flipside Podcast. Today we're doing the flip side of planes. So yes, the title may be a little deceiving, but we're going to be talking about women in aviation today. I'm here with my friend Sanjana Singh, and she's she's an aspiring pilot. So why don't you introduce yourself, Sanjana? Hi, I am Sanjana. I live in Atlanta, Georgia, and I am a future pilot, hopefully. That's awesome. I will become one. We love to hear it. That's why you're here. So today we're really talking about, as I said before, women, women in a. So let me ask you this, Sanjana. Why planes? Why have you chosen planes as something you want to pursue? I feel like ever since I've been young, I've traveled a lot. And obviously, to get places, I've been in planes. And um, I also realized how much planes connect people. Like, I have friends all over the world, all over the nation. And one way I am able to connect with them, not just over the phone, is to go see them on a plane. And I feel like a personal connection can... I feel like I feel a personal connection because of how many people I've seen just because of going on planes. And I just, I have like an interest in them just because it's very cool how far humanity has come from, you know, driving from a horse in a carriage to putting a huge, huge hunk of metal in the sky and being able to take it places. Very fascinating. I totally agree with you. I mean, I've, I've never been the person to you know, sit in a plane and be like, you know, this is what I want to pursue. And the fact that you have that drive to, you know, want to do that and want to help other people fly in the air and get to, get to those places that you've just talked about. It's, it's very inspiring. So tell me this, when you, what are you thinking? Cause you know, pilot can mean a lot of different things, commercial, military, FedEx plane flying. I mean, what are, what are your thoughts? What do you want to become? So I definitely wanted to go into the military, but for reasons that I will not disclose, I could not, but I'm definitely pursuing um, commercial flying. Um, So that means international, like such as Airbus, jets, such such as that. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. That's that's the only plane I ever flew in, so (laughs) exciting. Um, I I would hope you have. I would hope that's the only plane you've flown uh, in. You know, sometimes, you know, they pick me up in the military jet. What can I say? That's also cool. No, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) What are the steps you have taken thus far to pursue said career? So there's a lot of, um, I guess, I wouldn't want to call them obstacles, but different, I guess, forms and, you know, if ands and buts that you have to get through to in order to even start your getting your license. Yeah. So for first is just plain research. I mean, just research if that's what you even want to do. Um. And just research schools near you, search up their prices, because prices are also a big, big problem here. Is It's yeah. very expensive to go to school. Um, another part of it is getting your medical cleared. It's um, basically through the FAA, which is the Federal Aviation Administration. And um, usually go visit a doctor that's FAA certified, and they give you an examination, send your paperwork off to the actual government. They usually clear it. And then after you're cleared... Um, you take a, you apply for a student certificate. For now, I am in the medical phase. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't fly solo without having your medical done. You can fly with an instructor. You can fly, um, you know, small planes, but without your medical, you cannot fly solo. So, are are you in flight school right now? Yes, I am. So, so correct me if I'm wrong. That's like another school aside from you know daily high school that you. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Like, how does that work exactly? Is that like a summer thing? Is it like, you know, two hours on the weekend? How does that work? 
so for my personal school which is inspire um we mm-hmm. they kind of and for right now i'm just getting my private pilot license which is the first certification we'll get into that a little later but yeah. that's the first certification that you need in order to move on and it basically you can schedule when you want to go and fly but basically usually you go two to three times a week and fly for about four to six hours yeah but you're not always flying sometimes it's also groundwork so yeah, just studying pretty like, intensive you know, yeah it is very intensive and it's you know you have the lives of a lot of people in your hands so you kind of got to yeah. get it right <laughs> you gotta put a yeah. lot of work into it as well as you can see yes so what are your future plans in regards to your career like your hope what, like what airline do you own fly etc um so future i would um i'm kind of you know struggling between two options one of them is flying for the airline southwest i'm sure you guys have heard of that yep um i really like them i really like their service to not only their customers but also their actual um their actual like employees which is it's very good and another one is being a seaplane pilot meaning like like for example the maldives you go and you usually take a seaplane to your resort and oh true so that would be a really nice career as well so i'm still debating between the two that's pretty cool that's I'm, i bet that's very scenic uh, it for sure good to know good to know. i don't even know like that existed as like a viable career option that's that's very interesting actually so in terms of spiritual connections and planes when did you have that aha moment like this is what i'm meant to be doing with my life <laughs> It's very much, um, I would say, Disney and cliche, like, is I'm just flying. I was flying to California, actually, with a couple of friends. Mm -hmm. And I was just having the time of my life. And I realized how much fun I would have just flying and being in this airport kind of environment. You know, looking out the window, seeing the cloud sunset and everything. It was a very cliche moment. I was like, this is what I'm going to do with my life. No, I love to hear it. I I think that's that's really cool, actually, because a lot of people our age group they haven't really found out what they want to do with their life yet and the fact that you're already on track to be doing something in regards to planes mm-hmm. what you love it's it's very it's very inspiring it definitely helps knowing what you're doing yeah no I, as someone who's not exactly sure and tries a lot of different things i mean I'd, I'd love to have that one type of drive to one specific thing so i mean i'm, I'm really happy to hear it <laughs> so in regards to academic requisites what is required for the position of a pilot So in terms of academic prerequisites, there's not like you have to take a certain class or you have to have a certain GP. I mean, they'd like you to like take some physics classes like they usually ask you, but it's not like a requirement. They're like, hey, have you taken a physics class? If you have, great. If you haven't, great also. But, you know, it's a good thing that you've taken it. Yeah. Um, Age is a big player in it. Um, Usually you can start flying a glider at 14, but in order to fly uh, solo, um, any private jet or even a propeller plane you have to be 17 yeah so well, those makes sense. Some, yeah mm-hmm. yeah good enough yeah. so i'm gonna ask i'm gonna ask the question that you know you probably don't really know how to answer but i'm, I'm gonna do it anyway okay how does one pl- fly a plane oh dear god of course you have to turn the on button on you know yeah i gotta do it of course yeah. on button recline the seat but for real though, like, is it glamorous? Is it like the, is it like Call of Duty? Like, tell me about it. You've done it before. Um, I would say it's like, um, I don't even know. Like when you're first, like, you know, sitting in the plane, you're taxiing, walking over to the run or drive, 
flying, driving over the walking runway. Walking over the runway. Got it. Yep. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> driving over on the runway, taxiing the plane, and then finally taking off. It's yeah. like you expect what's happening but at the same time you don't like you expect what's happening as far as controls go because a lot of the simulators and a lot of the games you play are kind of similar to that actually that's you know, scary as, it, it's it's a little scary actually but um it's a little similar as far as um controls go but every plane varies so technically te- technicality wise it is pretty similar um to games call of duty whatever but when you look outside and around you, it's like you're expecting to see clouds. You're expecting to see this whole like tiny little world below you, but it's still like a really surreal feeling. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah. So, I mean, I know some people say that some people claim that it's like so easy to fly a plane. Like, what do you have to say to those people who think like, you know, it's all so easy? I feel like a lot of the people that do say it don't necessarily... I feel like, yeah, to an extent, it is easy, but if you want to go all the way to a commercial or, you know, fly, like, the planes that, you know, take you to India, it, it takes a yeah. lot of um, skill, it takes a lot of dedication, um, it takes a while, and it takes a lot of patience, so it's definitely not easy, but I feel like it, it makes, it becomes easy because the reward is so great that yeah, it, yeah. it I mean, that's what easy. I'm saying, yeah, because, like, you can't expect someone, you know, taking care of so many lives to, for that position to be easy. I mean, because oh, it's not. Sure. It, it can't be easy. I mean, uh, look at the amount of work you're just putting into your medicals done, you know, having the right certificates, you know, being ready to get there, being ready to fly the plane. Like, people can't even fly alone till they're 17, 18 years old with the proper training. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of effort that's being put into it, which I feel like is undermined by, like, the average person when they, they get into a plane. I mean... I know after the long India flights, you know, we'd be clapping for the pilot and when it's well-deserved. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's well, for well sure. Deserved. And, I, and I agree with that. Um, so Airbus or Boeing, and what's the difference? Um, obviously, company is different, but yeah. I would go with Airbus just because over the past, I don't know, I would want to say five-ish years, I feel like they've actually grown and they've tried to, you know, incorporate like the growth of society with them as well you know like make as long as, like technology too yes technology that's what i meant um just improving technology constantly in order to um help um uh, or not help i'd say like support this growing society but boeing i'm sorry i said makes sense to me yeah there you go but Boeing has kind of stayed the same for the most part I mean they have good planes both of them are really good planes but as far as like increasing technology goes um definitely Airbus because they're constantly growing with um with the world you're saying that if I see a Boeing I should get a little scared because you know maybe they're not haven't been (laughs) updated in a while I'm I'm not gonna say anything that might get me into like trouble but Uh, you know Fair I prefer enough. Airbus. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, I won't ask any more incriminating questions on <laughs> plane type. Okay, so the profession of aviation and pilot policy, or, yeah, av- av- aviation pilot has been historically and still is a male-dominated occupation. Um, notwithstanding aviation's story of legendary women aviators, the airline's section of aviation industry has been slow in recruiting, training, and advancing female pilots. Your thoughts? Um, I feel like 
for the most part, like it has advanced to because for now, like when you think of the aviation industry and you put a woman in it, usually you think of what a flight attendant. Yeah. But now I feel like a lot of people are getting into the whole pilot side of it. Um, I don't think it's getting a lot more media recognition as some other fields are that women are a part of. But I feel like slowly we are getting there because it's just been such a heavily like, I mean, when you think of like Amelia Hearhart, like it wasn't that long ago where um, she, you know, she flew. flew yeah, she flew a plane. So I feel like it's taking a while, like longer than it should. But um, it's definitely it's definitely going, you know? Yeah, no, and I agree with you because like I think one of the main points of us even doing this podcast is to really debunk the stereotype like, oh, women are flight attendants or like, and then men are pilots. Because you, you look at the same thing when it goes to the medical field, right? Because I mean, not anymore, but I mean, at least I hope not anymore. But, <laughs> but in the past, it's been like, you know, women are nurses, men are doctors. Like that's, I mean, that's not really how life works. Yeah. <laughs> The fact that we're seeing that we we should be seeing more um, recognition of like women in aviation, you know, being the ones flying the plane and honestly, women in the entire employee sector of commercial flying in general. I think the whole thing is very it's very interesting because we, we don't really see that in the media. Like yeah. we're seeing we're seeing uh, make the NFL connection. We're seeing like when women become like coaches or when they become umpire, not umpires. What is that called? What is this? Um, You know. When you see them in the NFL, you're you're getting they get all this media attention. But mm-hmm. like when it comes to like something as normal and something as big as, you know, commercial flying, we don't see it. I, I think I think it's something that, you know, needs to be changed. So how do you think the system is getting better for women? Um, I feel like for the most part it's um I think there's a lot of encouragement for women to go into these fields, especially such as like commercial flying, military flying. Yeah. Um, you see, I mean, like you see one woman and you kind of just get like, kind of inspired, like, Hey, if she can do it, like, why can't I do it? You know, it starts this like chain of thought that like, Hey, like, let's do this. And then it leads to other women also joining. Makes sense to me. (laughs) Um, what other parts of aviation do you see that lends itself to women? Like, for example, I'm not just talking about flight attendants, but like, who are the people on the ground who like you know navigate the plane um so air traffic control is a huge huge part of the aviation industry See, and if that's I wasn't, what i was getting at if i wasn't flying i would probably go into air traffic control i just don't want to grow old too fast fair enough um it's a very very stressful job but i feel like air traffic control is also going a lot towards women because like you know, women are detail oriented for most part. Like that's like stuff that's been said in like research that women are detail oriented and details are one of the biggest things that are needed in air traffic control. So there's air traffic control. There's also the actual like building of the plane, the manufacturing of the plane that women are also heavily, heavily starting to get involved in. Yeah. Like engineering and all that. For jazz. sure. Yeah. No, I agree. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. <laughs> So, Emily Howell Warner was hired by Frontier Airlines in 1973, becoming the first female pilot in any U.S. commercial airline. What are your thoughts on her and Frontier Airlines? I feel like, again, I feel, I didn't learn about her, what, six months ago? Because, again, she wasn't super highlighted in all the women that we hear about. 
Um, definitely knew about Amelia Earhart. Did not know about her until about six months ago. Yeah. Um, but definitely was one of the a big step because before that, commercial flying was only left for males. Yeah. And women sometimes were on the ground doing very very small jobs, but definitely necessary. Um, so I feel like she did kind of create like, um, kind of break a small like smallly chipped at a stereotype of a woman flying commercially. Um, and as far as Frontier Airlines goes, I, I respect them as an airline. I just, again, what I said about Boeing, um, you have so many other um, companies like Airbus, um, Southwest, all these other companies that are, you know, advancing themselves, not only like their technology that they're using, but also their customer service, their care and all that. But Frontier hasn't done a lot of that. True. But again, respect them as an airline, definitely doing things still for the good of the aviation industry. But I, you know, that's just my personal thought on them. And their seats are really hard, but that that's just me adding some I've never humor. flown on them, actually. Yeah, so I don't. <laughs> okay, I will take that from you. Yeah. No, I mean, in general, I mean, they're, they're a good airline, of course. I mean, all the commercial airlines that are, you know, heavy, heavily high what is that word highlight highlighted are 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 good but like you know frontier airline frontier airlines in regards to like comfort they ain't doing it right i mean in everything you've told me so far about like women in aviation and also like women like in control that Mm -hmm. that actually reminds me of that one movie i don't know if you've seen it it's called hidden figures and it's about like what the jobs of women were to get like the men into space yeah, and that—that that was. That. Have you seen it? I love that movie. It's crazy because it reminds me of this in a way that's like I know it's not about planes, but like aerospace is also a heavily male-dominated, um, you know, industry. And the fact it that is. like we saw we see women in so many places, like doing so many jobs that we don't that we you know we don't see in in the news is 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 cool because you know the same thing's happening with For planes, sure. you know, women in the yeah. air. <laughs> so. I'm going to ask probably the more controversial question, probably the most controversial question we'll have. How do you feel about women of color in aviation in regards to addressing a lot of the stereotypes that America has has withstanded as a country? I mean, I'm going to talk, I'm talking like 9-11 in in that regards. Like, how does that make you feel as, you know, a woman of color who's going to be going into this atmosphere? I feel like I get a lot of like, um, I'm not going to say like their people are meaning for it to be mean because I mean, I don't think they are, but it's still kind of a little annoying to the, you know, to hear yeah. it constantly is that they just say things related to the 9-11 attacks and just, you know, I'm brown, I'm from India, you know, I have yeah. a skin color that's, you know, not white. Yeah, not white. <laughs> um, So I feel like that Muslim stereotype is it's definitely very, very present. Yeah. Because again, not only is it male dominated, but it, it's also white dominated. Very true. And so I feel like it's definitely going to raise, like, for example, if I start flying and people see me, I feel like it's definitely going to raise some eyebrows and, you know, put some questions in people's heads. But at the same time, that's another reason why I would like to do it is that me doing it is going to change it for other people. Like, not just thinking like hey like women of color and women can fly a plane but also that to not look 
at um, other people of color uh, with the same eye that they would, you know, that they think of like every brown person. So it would change that kind of um, perspective as well. No, I completely agree because like one of the realizations that came to me once I realized that, you know, you were looking into aviation and being a pilot and all that is that like, I don't think I've ever seen a brown person as a pilot. I'm sure they exist. It's just like, it's not like the, it's not the picture that comes to my mind the minute I think of a pilot, right? Yeah, definitely. And and it's actually, it's, it's very cool because I was, I was thinking about that as I was getting ready for this podcast. And it's, it's not something that I don't think anyone really, it's not like the picture of a pilot that comes into your minds. And it's the breaking the stereotypes and breaking the barriers, which is really the reason we did this podcast and the reason why we have, there's so many people behind you in regards to pursuing your career. Sure. And and honestly, it's it's great for the community. <laughs> it's great for any any future person who's going to be in your plane. So I'm sure you'll do a great job yeah. <laughs> flying them. Thank you. But I mean, yeah, I mean that's really all we got here. Really awesome what you're doing, Sanjana. And thank, thank you for you. being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I had so much fun talking to you about this. Of course, and we will catch you all on the flip side.